To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, folks, open an account today with Weeble, and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get four free stocks. And if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With Weeble, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the Weeble banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. So they're generally hitting the Moscato too because they need something sweet in their lives because their husband is sour. That ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a hole. For you to say, I do, and ruin some guys like, yeah, look at that dude. He's got a hernia shaped like a bag of pretzels that he just ate. You're going to Thailand? You're going to smash some dude. Going over there for guy time, but it's not with his buddies. What does it say on the bottle? Well, if it says that on the bottle, why did you put it on your head? All these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood. Now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin f***ing D. Really too much. That's who we're I going sound like for Bill here. Maher. Really, John? Really? really? We can't do this anymore, auntie. I'll see you at the bar mitzvah. It's almost like it never existed, but it f***ing did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, recording here from the Sandbox, like, subscribe, share, PositiveSarcasm.com, slash, donate. Any amount is appreciated. Also, if you want to contact me directly, uh, just go to my website, PositiveSarcasm.com, click on the contact section, there is a link there, you can send me all your information, if you're looking for posing music because you're getting ready for a fitness show, you can email me there, or you can just go directly to me, like, directly, directly, like, positive sarcasm at outlook.com there's also affiliate links for the weeble uh weeble app if you want to trade some stonks if you want to use the coinbase app if you want to use cash app there's a bunch of them there check them out um any and all concerns you can email me directly of course also check out my uh all my youtube channels and of course if you need to go through the old social medias instead facebook.com slash pos sarcasm or facebook.com slash positive sarcasm instagram at under uh positive underscore sarcasm and uh tiktok uh at positive sarcasm i don't know if i'm gonna have tiktok after this week's video but uh as you can see i am uh or if you can if you're listening to the audio portion of this podcast which isn't available which is available on pretty much every streaming platform there is if there's one i'm not on for some reason please let me know and i'll see if i can accommodate that but i am flying the red white and blue today i'm draped myself in it i believe there is a, a closet that says you can't wear the American flag, but uh, I think we're going to let it slide today. Um, I'm sure some of you know why um, this past uh, week, or especially today. This Today is Thursday as I'm recording this podcast, and a major uh, victory uh, for people uh, all over the United States, and I figured I'd just wrap myself in the American flag. I think that'd be the proper thing to do, but um, it's early into January, and 
I have a feeling that people are just already exhausted. You know, you can only fight and work and and put up long hours for only so long until you're just emotionally and physically exhausted. Where, or at least when you're emotionally exhausted or stressed to the point of just craziness that you eventually do become physically exhausted, physically sick. And um, it's, it's a stressful time right now for a lot of different factors. There's people still looking for housing. There's, even though there's a, a work shortage, there's people looking for jobs because they're moving to states or they're, they're, they, they have to move from, uh, from job path to job path because of whatever reason. Um, there's all kinds of, like, there's information overload, misinformation overload. There's uh, partisan stuff going on. And it's just, it's a lot. It's always a lot to take in. We've never really been uh, in a situation where we've been, like, in any time in history, trying to absorb as much information uh, and trying to parse as much information as we have ever in history today. So... I'm sure a lot of you are just experiencing overall overload or just plain burnt out. So I do want to uh, keep this somewhat educational. There is a, a uh, there is a user on uh, YouTube and I just want to get, it's like seven signs you're just burning out. It's psyched to go. It's got 8 million subscribers. That's going to be 8.37. Don't want to, you know, don't want to sell them short. And it's just, it, we'll just talk, go right through it. Seven signs you're burnt out and, and you just don't realize it, but I'm sure you realize it. Um, but it's just to justify your position. And I'm, I know you have to push through so many things in, in life, regardless of whether or not you're burnt out or not, but it is important to know your own mental state so that you can prepare better going forward. So if you ever experience this again, you'll know what to do because it is important to know your own psyche and your own limits to know how far past you can push them or if you're just running red lines to the point where you're just going to break out. So let me, let's just go into that and see um, how this pans out for you. If you're listening, just go ahead and listen. If you're watching, yes, I do have, uh, I, there is a video portion of this. Do you have times where you just feel out of touch with yourself, your friends, or your passions, or all of the above? <laughs> Everybody has off days. Oh shit. But do you get the sense that these events are happening a little more than you'd like? Like this if ASMR so, you may be experiencing burnout. Burnouts are your body's way of telling you that you're getting exhausted emotionally, physically, and mentally. It's usually caused by extreme and prolonged stress. If you go a long time without addressing these issues, you may spiral and worsen, and it can cause lowered self-esteem and even depression. So to help you be more aware of your mental and emotional well-being, here are seven signs that you're burnt out. Number one, you're procrastinating a lot. Are you constantly putting off things that need to get done? One behavioral symptom of burnout is withdrawal from responsibilities. The laziness you're currently experiencing may actually be a cry for help. This continuous act of task aversion may also be because you're afraid of failing tasks you're supposed to complete. It may help to talk to someone about the current pressure and stress you're feeling and to take some time off until you're feeling better. Number two, you're isolating yourself from others. Are you tired of socializing? Do you frequently want time only for yourself? Because of exhaustion, the act of seeing and talking to people may feel too tiring to think about. You may feel that you only talk about work, 
life responsibilities, which may add to the stress you're trying to avoid. Remember that time alone is important, but emotional isolation is dangerous. This disengagement might be a symptom of depression. Talking to a therapist may prove to be a great help to your mental state. Help is always available. According to statistics, only a small percentage of you who watch our videos are actually subscribed. So if you haven't, and at the end of the video you enjoy what you see, do consider subscribing. Uh, the it pitch. would help a lot with YouTube's algorithm in promoting more of our mental health content. Honey, don't Thanks worry for about YouTube's here. algorithm. Number you three, just keep doing your thing. you're becoming very impatient. <laughs> Is everyone getting on your nerves? Yep. Does every little thing, no matter how trivial, make you irritated? Yep. This may be a sign of underlying stress and anxiety. Really? A lifestyle cause of burnout is working too much without enough time for socializing or relaxing. This onslaught of negative emotions may be a result of not having enough support from friends and loved ones. So having a healthy social life outside of your work or school life is beneficial to your mental health and may reduce the chances of burning out. Number four, you can't sleep. I can't. No matter how tired you are during the day. Oh, she's yawning. Going to sleep at night a struggle. There was a study that observed the association between insomnia and job strain. They discovered that insomnia is strongly linked with burnout. Lack of sleep may also bring about higher chances of high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, and more. The bottom line is that you need sleep. Some home remedies for insomnia are to stick to a sleeping schedule, stay active, and to limit caffeine and alcohol from your diet. Okay. Although insomnia is a common sleep disorder, it can really bring severe issues to your health. A physical exam performed by a medical expert might also help you get a diagnosis and treatment for your lack of sleep. Number five, your previous hobbies no longer excite you. Do you still find joy in the activities you used to love? If the answer is no, then this disinterest may stem from being emotionally drained. Continuous disinterest and lack of willingness to do anything is also another symptom of depression. It may help to reach out to those who are close to you and tell them about your troubles and to spend time doing new things. Try to limit talking to people who make you feel bad about yourself, since they can only worsen the situation. <laughs> and instead, you can find new friends and enjoy their eccentricities. Keep in mind that you're not alone in feeling burned out. A lot of people can relate to you, so don't be afraid of opening up. Number six, your work or school performance is deteriorating. Are you frequently coming in late? Are your numbers of absences starting to tally up? Burnouts can be overwhelming, so you might find yourself doing almost anything to avoid your responsibilities. At times like these, it may help to think back on why you're doing what you're doing. Why did you choose this field in the first place? When was the last time you genuinely smiled? Go back to your positive days and surround yourself with the thoughts, people, and acts that make you happy. And number seven, you turn to addictive habits for comfort, like smoking, drinking, or eating, etc. When hopelessness, fear, and many other negative emotions drown you, self-medication may seem like a helpful way out. Self-medication is the use of alcohol, drugs, and other methods to manage a mental health issue. What is often overlooked is the fact that this is only a temporary solution to a permanent problem. It may lead to addiction and increased health problems. And yes, even food is a form of self-medication. If you recognize this symptom in yourself, it may help to recognize your triggers and to slowly change your harmful habits to healthier ones to help you cope. There are numerous ways to adopt better sustainable habits, like exercise for one, is proven to boost your mood and promote calm feelings, 
And of course, a visit to a therapist or a licensed medical professional can help in further treatment. Do you think you're burnt out? Let us know in the comments below. If you found this video helpful, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video with those who might benefit from it. And don't forget to hit the notification bell icon to get notified whenever Psych2Go posts a new video. The references and studies used in this video are added in the description below. Thanks for watching, and we'll see. So that is uh, seven signs you're burnt out and you don't realize, or but don't realize it. This is Psych2Go, P-S-Y-C-H, go.com, or .com, on YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, it doesn't, uh, what I like about the video is it's not mocking. I know we kind of laugh at the, um, what do you call it? Simplicity of how it all kind of, of every, the, the simplicity of each and every single sign, but it has, it, it, they, it is that simple. Like for example, I get burned out all the time. Like it talks about just your constant work and work and work. Like I don't stop anything until it, it's until it's like bed or what? it's till I have to go to bed. Um, and then there are days, especially on podcast days and on editing days, where I have to I have to have this done by this time, so I can immediately start to upload it and have that done for the next phase of it, which is editing and. Uh, getting it ready that way. These are all important things that I have to do. I cannot be lazy. I cannot, number one, procrastinate on any of these portions. But you do this week in and week out, or some podcasters or some creators day in and day out, or if you're working, <clears throat> excuse me, Chase, um, you're, you know, you're working eight, 12 hours a day. I, believe me, I know. I, I know that there's no excuse. Well, this is not an excuse. This is just, this is a mental state that you sometimes get into when you are just burnt out. And even if you love what you're doing, whether you're a full-time employee, full-time student, or, or, or a, or a full-time creator, or full-time business, or whatever, if it's, if it's half, half, and half, and half, you still get burnt out. And it's important to know these signs that when you kind of need to pull back, at least at some portion. It's, it's especially right now with everything going on, you can absolutely get burnt out and you have to remember what it's like to just like maybe smile or just chill out or remember what you like to do or where you like to, if you just like to sit on a Sunday morning and have a nice coffee or visit family or visit or hang out with friends or just, something that kind of ties you back into life is an important factor in our everyday lives that allows us to just remind us why we do this whole rat race to begin with you know i know that life is a struggle it's suffering you struggle to move up the the ladder of your own self meaning your own self satisfaction or the well-being of helping others or the something to that effect but everybody there's even i'm sure even elon musk has uh times where he's just fried where his little computer brain um eventually is just like i have to stop what i'm doing i mean this guy's been like you know divorced like two or three times i mean that, that's you can he can get burned out as as well so nobody's immune to it no one 
I, I don't think Jaco Willink is, is immune to this. Uh, he has moments of weakness or when he needs to just chill out. Everybody does. But this should allow you to tighten up your schedule to the point where like, okay, if I'm procrastinating here, maybe there are ways where I can, um, what do you call it? Work smarter. Because if you're constantly doing this thing that takes forever to do, you have to think to yourself, is there a better way that I could perform this task? No matter how, uh, you know, stupid the task is or simple. I mean, it's like, I mean, I try to, I know you, you do things like in 20 minutes. I've talked about this. What can I be doing at this, at this moment to better myself in this situation? What situation are we talking about? And how important is it at that very moment? Um, can I, is it a one hour, something that takes an hour to do? Can I break it down to 45 minutes, 30 minutes? Can I break it down to 20 minute increments? And that, remember, you're training your brain. At that point, when you start doing something like that, you're training, I think, personally, I could be wrong, I think, that you're training your brain to think in 20 minute increments, to constantly be on the go. And then you're, I don't know if your brain just stops. My opinion is, if it doesn't stop, like you go to bed, but you're still thinking about stuff, you're still like, I can get this done, this done, and this done, and this done. It's like, I think you also have to be like, train your brain to be like, I've done everything that's possible that I that's that's possible within this time period of the day. And I think you're, and then you have to set yourself up, be like, okay, now it's time to start getting ready for for sleep. Instead of just pushing, it's like, well, if I stay up one more hour, I can get these tasks done. Well, it's like, well, if you try to stay up an extra hour or two, get these tasks done, you may be, you may achieve them. You may also make those those completed tasks worse. Or if you were on a full night's sleep, they might have been completed better. And you've also potentially risked the quality of the tasks that you're going to complete the next day. And I know, and this also depends on your age too. Your age, your physical uh, status, absolutely all of it matters 100% and you need to take it into account. And balance is the key to putting all this together. Now, there are days when you are 60%, uh, you're more 60-40, you have the balance all in line. And there are days where it's like 30-70 where you can do a little bit and you just gotta kind of let the rest of the day kind of, I don't know, absorb you but knowing that you're burnt out knowing that you're fried especially if you're like a college student or you like if you work for a living but you also run like a small business on the side or you hustle you know listen they, they call it a hustle for a side hustle for a reason you're hustling you're doing something that it's you're burning past that that 40 hour designated time slot that you're designed to work to make money and now you're going beyond that because you seek something in the future. That will also shorten your, that'll also burn your candle out to the point where you're fried faster. But there is that light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, man, I, I'm so glad I did the, went the extra mile those, those, in those critical moments or those few years where I'm now looking at the situation where I am today. And it's like, now I can kind of, I can kind of feast on uh, on the creations of my hard work. I think that's super important. 
So I think, and that's one of the things I want to convey to you. It's like, I'm not immune to it. You know, that's one of the ways I get sick is by just running my ass uh, down to the ground where the point where I'm just so freaking exhausted that I just, then like a free week comes up or like that a few days to just chill out and relax. And the first thing that happens is I get sick. That's generally what happens. So, <clears throat> so we're going to, if you have more questions about that, once again, that's psych to go on YouTube and go ahead and check them out. So let's actually just go right into a Q and a, I'm going to make it a really short week because I have, uh, because of, of, you know, things like burnout and hard work, it's like, uh, I've been, I've been on a, I've been working with, the, um, some clients and one of them had a, has a really tight schedule. So I've been spending most of the last two weeks just editing and it's been tough getting it right, especially since I didn't shoot the footage. Um, and I didn't have a, and, and two, I didn't have a lot to work with, but hopefully, um, the client is satisfied, but in the way, in, the ca in either case, let's go ahead and get to a full Q and a session and then we'll close up shop for this week. Okay. So once again, if you want to support this podcast and all things PS, go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. So let's go ahead and get some strong Q and a in. Why can't I call my girlfriend irrational or ask her if she's on her period when she's mad at me? Ouch. All right. I uh, let's see. My reaction to it is to cite the reasons why. Sorry. Like I said, been a long week. I'm a little burnt out. Maybe I need some sleep. Okay. Uh, all you want to do is hear me and acknowledge or take accountability. Blah, 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 blah. And I've been accused of gaslighting, which I don't feel like I am doing, but I'm willing to consider. It is simply not acceptable to point out irrationality or overreaction for uh, overreaction anymore. Okay, what what are you what are you talking about? This looks like a fucking just talk about your girlfriend, say what you did, and see what the problem is. Okay. All you want to do is hear me out, okay, which I don't. You know, sometimes I have to reread these and be like, what the hell are these people talking about? Okay. Well, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. If it's in the Washington Post, chances are it's pretty stupid. So look, uh, the actual question on top there, why can't I call my girlfriend irrational or ask her if she's on her period when she's mad at me? Well, you don't want to, First of all, it's a little aggressive if you're going to say, are you on your period again um, every time that she's mad at you? Well, first of all, did you actually fuck up? Did you actually do something? If she, if, you, if your loved one is mad at you for some reason, you need to figure out if you actually did something wrong. If you did, if you, if you clearly did something that you do rep, repetitiously that annoys them, or if you did do something stupid, like, for example, put a dent in the bumper or forget to put your clothes in the dryer or something like that, and they're upset at you about it, try to rectify the situation and fix it. All right? But just every time saying they're up, but going to, oh, you must be on your period, that's a once a month argument that you're planning to put yourself in, and it's not a good idea. Now, being irrational is uh, something you better have evidence to back up with. Saying that you're being irrational, well, you have a fighting chance to possibly prove that. However, if she's asking whether or not 
uh, if she's mad at you and you're asking whether or not she's on her period, is basically an invitation to a fight. And that is one that's easily avoidable. So my suggestion is you need to uh, come across with a smarter statement. Um, or a, what is the issue that I can help you with? What is what is actually bothering you? And then see if you can rectify the situation. It shouldn't always be a fight. Matter of fact, a lot of times it doesn't have to be. Now, there are situations, and I can attest to this, where you actually aren't really doing anything wrong, but the arguments or the outbursts towards you are escalating or more consistent than usual. That generally happens when somebody's trying to break up with you or trying to make you, uh, or they're trying to belittle you to the point where it's justifiable just to get rid of you. It's a demoralizing, ta it's a de demoral demoralization tactic. It's actually, um, it's actually basically verbal abuse. And that is actually them just trying to belittle you to the point where they could just kick you aside. That's exactly what that is. So you need to keep your eye out for that. But as far as the quote on her period move, I would throw that one in the trash. Let's move on to the next one. How can I repair things with my friend after I retouched nude photos that I didn't realize she sent as a sign of interest? Uh, I'm a 24-year-old male. It took a few years in Photoshop and consider myself to be sort of good at it. I have a female friend, let's call her Ella, who I met about a year ago. She does some photography and modeling as a hobby. Okay? To start off, I have a small photo retouching business. Nothing special, just a little side gig that makes me some cash on the side while I get my degree. Also, I have a business email set up that I use only for my business and nothing else. My friends know this and they know to only send me things on it if they need work done. About two days ago, uh, Ella sent me a text saying, hey, I'm going to do a shoot today. Would you be able to take a look at some pictures, some of my pictures when you get a chance? I replied, yeah, sure, just send them whenever. And then I got the time, I'll take a look, okay? A few hours go by, I get the email. Now let me say I'm the most, I'm not the most attractive guy. I'm pretty short, I exercise regularly, but I'm not super fit. My hair is, my hair is really hard to work with and I feel like I could do a lot better in the looks department. Also, I've never asked for nudes from anyone feel like it's disrespectful also i've well you're you're setting up a lot of roadblocks here to get so this better be some significant payoff also i never asked for nudes from anyone and i feel like it's disrespectful okay all right so you're making yourself to be a genuine guy let me know when the downfall is bro also i never asked for nudes. also i dated but recently got out of a really nasty relationship that left me feeling pretty self-conscious <laughs> you and me both bro all of this leads to the inclination that if someone is sending me nudes, it's probably not the because they are interested. Anyway, I get the email and it's about 20 nude pictures. Very tasteful and left nothing to the imagination. I figured she was starting an OnlyFans or something, and since it's her body, it's her choice, and I support my friends and everything they do, I touched them up early this morning. I just cleaned up some blemishes, got rid of some stray hairs and razor bumps, touched up some of the coloring. I also made a black and white set along with a bit of dodge and burn. <clears throat> the long and short of it is I spent a lot of time on it. After it was all done, I sent back the edited versions with the message, hey, don't sweat payment. I hope this is what you're looking for. If you don't, if you need me to take another look, let me know. He sent me a text maybe 15 minutes later saying, this isn't what I was looking for at all. I said, oh, sorry. I just wasn't sure what you wanted. If you want me to go back and redo it, I can. Then I get a text 
It's fine. I gotta go. Bye. Super confused, so I called her roommate, who I'm also friends with, and asked her if she was okay. She let me have it. She started. She called me dense, stupid, a jerk, and many other things. Though the insults, I, I through the insults, I finally got the real story. Maybe I'm just naive, but I don't know what, why she would make it seem if she wanted me to edit them. She wanted me to look at them. This just happened before I typed the post. I'm really not sure what to do. My last relationship kind of made me weird with dating. So I'm not, I know I'm not ready. I want to feel like I'm worth something before I start dating again. But at the same time, I can't help but feel like I did something wrong. Is there anything I can do to save the friendship? Um, well, okay. So let me get to the, 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 the meat and potatoes here. So I have, I, I have a business email set up only for my business. Okay. All right. You have a business email. Hey, I'm going to do a shoot today. Would you be able to look at some of the pictures when you get a chance? Yeah, sure. Just send them over. And when I get a time, I'll take a look. A few hours go by. I get the email. Okay. So you do this on the side. You do this stuff on the side. And she's going to a photo shoot. And I take a look at some of my pictures when you get a chance. Does this person know that you do this, uh, you're a professional photo editor? Or that you are getting into the business of doing that? Okay, that means you have a keen eye for it. All right, so there's one thing. Now, these photos, if you are the one who's actually doing the uh, editing, are these the raw shots? Which means that she hasn't gotten the, those are just those are just the raw shots. Gener I don't, generally, a photographer does not release if you're going to a photo shoot they don't release the raw the raw video the excuse me the raw pictures those are kept uh those are kept in house so that they, when they're edited they're released to the client you generally don't release the raw footage so i there's a huge miscommunication here if they sent you raw photos that you actually had to tighten up unless the other person didn't do a good job you did this on a business, you did this in the perspective of a business. You got it in your business email. Then you touched them up and then sent them over there. So, and this is just a friend of yours who just out of the blue sent you some really uh, exposing pictures. And then it's like you, you, you touched them up and sent them over. It's like, there's two, first of all, there's way too many mixed signals. You were nice enough to edit them and send them over, and you didn't you didn't make it personal. So you I think you were not only just a gentleman about this, but you were professional. I think that was the whole point about this. You were being professional and then the to, because you're really sweet, apparently, you decided not to accept any payment. Okay, that's fine. Well, um her it's fine i gotta go buy well, okay so you didn't do anything wrong if as far as salvaging the friendship no they're no that's that's over with that's done forget that um and if you're not really ready for a relationship then then that's that too you're just that's that's done okay you don't have a relationship well don't worry you don't have one and the friendship that's gone too so they have it just don't respond don't respond if uh, if they're still communicating with you. Just say, look, you sent. Look, 
You sent me professional, unedited photos to my business account. My job is to edit them and touch them up or give you advice on how to edit them and touch them up. That's my job. You sent me something in my business account. If you actually meant for these to me to look at them and say, hey, really nice, da 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 da, then you send them to my, uh, a different account or we sit together and we look at them or something like that. But clearly, hey, I'm going to I'm going to get a photo I'm going to a photo session where they're going to shoot pictures of my cooch. Let me know what you think. Hey, you know what? She needs to be a little more clear cut about what she's expecting of you when she sends you those photos. So it's 100% on her for not giving you the clearest signals, especially if you're somebody who just got out of a really quote nasty relationship and you're not really sure what kind of signals are heading your way. So that's on her to fix that problem and not yours. And I'm sorry it sucks that, you know, you maybe lost a friend or, or potentially more, but what does she expect of you? It's fine. I got to go. Bye. Like, okay. That's basically her saying like, you know, you know, uh, F you for not thinking I'm perfect or something. It's like, I don't. It's, let's not play this game. Let's not do this. Let's, you obviously liked the photos, sent them back, edited the way they should look because it's a photo shoot. You're supposed to edit this stuff. So if, if this is a, any foreshadowing of the way she's going to act in an actual relationship, then it's not a relationship that you want to be a part of. Go on the next one. Should I try to find out which of my colleagues bought me a video of a porn performer giving me holiday wishes? Easy answer, probably not. I'm a mid-level employee on a team of about 20 within a larger organization. I started in 2019, but we've all been remote since March of 2020. This year, our manager organized a secret Santa with the caveat that all gifts needed to be sent through some form contactless delivery. Most of us created Amazon wish lists in case our gift giver wasn't sure what to get us and wanted the option to have something shipped to our door. I received my gift late last week to my non-work email, and it was a video message from a service that lets you buy personalized messages from celebrities. The message was from a woman I didn't recognize who, after a Google search of her name, I learned is a prominent porn star. In the video, the woman is not wearing anything scandalous and wishes me a happy holiday and fortunate new year. The video itself is actually very sweet and pleasant, but I'm confused after discovering this person's sole occupation appears to be in porn. It doesn't say who the message is from the video. She just says, your secret Santa wanted me to wish you a very a happy holiday. Be clear, I have nothing against sex work. I particularly hate the way people push adult stars to the fringes of polite society while simultaneously... Just get to the point, stupid. But it still feels some sort of appropriate for an office secret Santa, right? I have no idea who could have sent this. I don't have any private jokes or long histories with any of the co-workers to explain this. I have no aversion to the nice holiday message from an adult film star. Our office has some puritanical tendencies, and this would have been horribly received by some of my co-workers. Long story short, long, long story short... But I try to find out who my secret Santa was. I mostly just want to know the intention behind this. My only concern here, mostly, is that I'm somehow giving off the impression day to day that this gift is a good idea. If something in my office behavior is telling people that it'd be well received to send a video from a porn star, I want to correct myself that myself. Second, a friend suggested that I raise this to my manager. No, okay. 
right, no, 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 no. We don't, okay. This, okay, every time this comes, this shit comes up, it's the same goddamn answer. No, you never bring this up to management. You never bring this up to HR if it's something silly like this. You just don't do it. You Because you have to understand, the minute you bring this up to human resources, or which is management, management equals human resources, this whole thing falls apart. And then nobody trusts you as an individual. This is the problem with working in office environments. You can't be a part of them because this is the shit that gets out of hand. And the next thing you know, somebody does go to human resources and then somebody loses their fucking job. You don't understand that. Every time you ask this question, there's only one way to answer it. No, it's on you to just leave it alone. You want to find out who your secret Santa is? No. First of all, that's the whole point of a secret Santa, stupid. SSS, secret Santa, stupid. It's so you don't know who sent it to you. And you're not going to have, there's not going to be, say you get this, uh, you get this video, you report it to HR. Guess what? There's no secret Santa next year. So you're basically, because you think it's important to bring this up, that you think it's a good idea, you're going to ruin the secret Santa for everybody else who's hoping for that free bottle of fucking Tito's vodka or uh, that calendar that they've been hoping for or something like that. It's like, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Let your coworkers be a little wrong every once in a while. It's kind of important. You think everything's supposed to be right in an office environment? Jesus, no, you got you got that wrong. People, a lot of people make mistakes in office environments. The reason they do is because they're so goddamn uptight. You have to let this go. You have to leave it alone. You have to move on with your day. Happy birthday, by the way. Or happy holiday, whatever. Should I forgive my boyfriend for calling me a boring loser, saying he only dates me to make his friends jealous? Jesus Christ. My boyfriend and I are on the verge of breaking up, I guess. I am devastated because I was thinking this relationship would lead to marriage. His approach to the pandemic has made me nervous. Throwing caution to the wind, no mask except when absolutely required, weekly meetups with large groups of friends. We've had several arguments about it, escalating to the last one where he told me I was always acted like a boring loser. That's kind of harsh, but maybe he's right. He couldn't take it anymore. By always, he meant how I exercise every day and eat healthy and how I am serious about my job. It was like a lot of pent-up anger came pouring out. When asked why he was with me, it felt like that way. He laughed and said it made because I was hot and it made his friends jealous. He's been texting me a flood of apologies saying he didn't mean it. He made it all up and he was mad. It sounded like the truth to me. Is it possible he made it all up? He pushed me to loosen up before. He's pushed me to loosen up before, but never called me boring. I really thought he loved me. I'm so brokenhearted. How do I figure out how he really feels? I think this is... Well... First of all, throwing caution to the wind. No mask ex uh, except when asked to require weekly meetups with large groups of friends. Okay, well, he likes to meet up with his friends. Nothing wrong with that. As far as the mask thing, we're going to debate that at another time. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the whole thing. He doesn't want to wear a mask, then he doesn't wear a mask. That's not your way to say. If you eat super healthy and you're always working out and you're what was it i exercise every day eat healthy and i'm serious about your job okay that's a great thing good for you congratulations he wants to chill out a little bit maybe you guys just aren't compatible at all maybe you guys just aren't compatible you're you're with him for certain reasons he's with you for certain reasons maybe you're just not compatible as far as you i commend you for exercising every day eating healthy and being serious about what you do to make to pay the bills i'm i can i commend you for that period i also commend him for 
being a little, uh, for being free, telling the masked people to fuck off, and uh, hanging out with large groups of friends because that's how he enjoys his time because he wants to enjoy his life. So I commend you both for choosing your own paths in life. However, I just don't think your paths are going to cross for that much longer. And I'm sad to say that maybe you guys need to kind of come together and then eventually part ways permanently. But the next one. Can I sue my former doctor for not telling me that my estranged family members works for them? I recently found a note that said one of my family members who has done a super job of avoiding me for many, many years is alive and well. Not only is she super well, but she has a job. The job is in healthcare in an office where I used to be a patient of their doctor. Do I have the right to sue? Uh, I would never have consented to a member of my family partaking in care. Um, if I think you only have rights to uh, a right to sue is if uh, if there's an actual conflict of interest. However, if you have, and it depends on the state and it depends on the situation. But I think it's basically, look, if somebody works for a company that you're a client of or a patient of or a customer. Um, if there is a legal situation where I think they have the right to work where I think they have the right to work there. You have a right to be a patient there. They, however, however, they have absolutely no right to say that you are a patient. They have no right to say, and I mean this legally, they cannot say that you're a patient. They cannot say that you, uh, came on a certain day. And anything beyond that, they cannot say what you were there to visit for. They cannot say your. There's a lot they can't say, and that's almost everything. They cannot. I don't even. I don't think they even can even confirm that can confirm that you're a patient. HIPAA is very very strict. HIPAA also a violation is very very expensive. So I don't. But I don't think you have a right to sue. You do have a. Um, do you have a right to know if somebody else is worth? Well, look, it's a healthcare company. I, do, can, I mean, can they look up your information? Yes, they can. Well, they're physically, if they're physically able to access the database, I'm sure they can pull it up, you know? I mean, I've been able to look up my own information. Uh, not anymore, but the thing is that it's in poor taste that, he, that they do. And also if they're caught looking up your information, there is grounds for discipline in that nature because there's no reason for them to look your, your information unless they specifically ask you to. That's the thing. So I don't think you have a right to sue unless you uh, have, have proof that there's been some uh, malfeasance being done. That's the right word to use. Other than that, I think it's just you need to terminate your, if you want to just not uh, be a client there or a patient there anymore, I think you would just leave it at that and call it a day. This is a good one. This is more my speed. How should I respond after my wife put dog vomit on my desk? <laughs> my wife is very protective of our dog, Spencer. I agree with her that Spencer should not receive table food. Yesterday, my wife put a large pile of vomit on my desk. She said it proves I have been feeding Spencer. Her accusation is not true. I may have done some some peculiar things in my time, but I've never put vomit on someone's desk. How should I respond? Well, do all different dogs have very upset stomachs. And I mean, even I have learned this, that... Uh, 
depending upon what you feed them, if you're ch constantly changing foods, it's going to upset their stomachs and it's going to come out one way or another. Um, and this is something that you need to figure out whether through like a holistic medicine, a holistic veterinarian or trying out certain foods and being more involved with, with your, you know, four legged son and figuring out what's the best course of action with them. And yes, you can easily overfeed a dog, especially dogs with more muscular structures. Uh, it's, it's entirely possible that, uh, there, it's not that you're overfeeding them. It's that you're misfeeding them. And these things need to be addressed. And also, the dog could be one of those dogs that, like, if you drop food, it's constantly following you to eat the drop food. It's constantly sniffing around and licking random things. And it could lick up the wrong thing, and it can cause them to get very, very sick. And, yeah, that's absolutely something that you need to take into account. So always having, like, a clean kitchen and uh, making sure that you know, for the most part, what, your what you're feeding your dog. And I think that's uh, something to really take into account. Um... But if you are telling the truth that you've never you've never fed the dog, or or whatever her accusations are not true, then you just go over the plan with the dog. Uh, I mean, obviously she was upset set about the large pile of dog vomit. But look, this is your wife. It's your job for you two to work it out and not flip out. It's just dog vomit. Yeah, it's gross, but whatever. Dog pukes, you clean it up. I've done it, and I'll continue to do it. Because I love, I love my pupper. Speaking of which, I gotta close up shop uh, because I gotta get packed because uh, I have an enjoyable weekend ahead of me. And um, so I just want to say, yeah, um, it is a uh, a great day for people's right to choose. It is a uh, it, it's a a day that um, uh, I celebrate with each and every one of you. The uh, believe me. There's a lot more that needs to be done. Uh, there's a lot more that we can do. And for those of you who are still having to put up with this because maybe you work in the healthcare field that's that's uh, federally funded, well, now you have a way out. So just know, go find your avenues where you can make options if it's necessary. And uh, we'll see where this goes. But um, I have been following this. I was quiet about it for a while, but I could feel like I was—I can't be quiet any longer. And uh, today's a good day. Today's a very, very good day. And I have a lot of arguments to say that why that is so. So um, you guys know where to find me. Anywhere where podcasts are available, podcast video version, you can find it on facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm, uh, uh, Rumble at Positive Sarcasm, and of course, YouTube com excuse me youtube positive sarcasm podcast so in the meantime i know the week is a little bit shorter but like i said i'm in demand and i mean that like as far as the business goes in the meantime thank you for listening watching and subscribing and i'll talk to you all next week recorded here from the sandbox this has been a positive sarcasm presentation